people that had come to the space of Brandt, they're going to come in through the inroad of either the automobile industry as far as sales. Uh, they might come in like I did through the marketing side because I saw him marketing himself. It just does uh, his his desire is that eight billion people know who Grant Cardone is. <laughs> like yeah. like who thinks that way, right? So welcome back guys to our new podcast and today we will going to talk about lots of things regarding business, regarding 10x growth because today we have very amazing guest with us that is Tracy. So Tracy, welcome to my show. you here Chad and I, I appreciate you having me on the show sir. Uh, yeah, I'm very blessed that today you are with us and today we're going to talk about lots of things. Today we will discover lots of business strategies and business goals and lots of things from you because I have seen that from a long time you are into this industry and like you are doing great. You have a good experience. So like we, we we're going to talk lots of things and we will take out lots of things from you. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to it. Let's let's roll. Let's dive in. Where yeah, let's begin? dive in. <laughs> Amazing. I'm very excited. So first of all, Tracy, I just wanted to start with your introduction so that people can know more about you as there is 10x in your head. So like, just give a short introduction about yourself. <laughs> okay, so uh, my name is Tracy Currington. Um, uh, well, I got to start with my family because uh, so I have uh, basically five core values. And I think um, we all operate, we all express some type of attitude, some type of atmosphere, some kind of culture through our core values. And my core values are freedom, family, faith, uh, fun, and friends, right? So they all start with F and that way it's easier for me to remember. And family is a big part of, uh, part of that for me. Uh, my wife and I have been married for 26 years. We have eight children, four boys, four girls. We didn't ever plan it like that. It's just, we. I was going to have one boy and one girl, have a, kind of the best of both worlds and that's it. But um, there were other plans that were decided for me, apparently. So they're all ours. Uh, so we've raised the, the, the first four. Uh, the oldest is 25 and our youngest is, uh, is nine. And so there are two boys, two girls, two boys and two girls. That's our family. Uh, so our family, we live in uh, southern Oklahoma in the Midwest of the United States of America. And um, uh, we, I've kind of uh, moved around through the country. But I've been here for about 18 years and uh, my journey actually started with um, uh, on the side of faith, uh, the Christian faith, actually. And uh, I was a pastor uh, for the last 18 years and started my own church. And that is in and of itself a business. And so I uh, started that. It's, uh, it's very successful. In fact, we're going through a um, an expansion right now and enlarging the, the building because the there's so many people coming that I can't I can't keep everybody in one building without having multiple services. So, uh, so that's one thing that's going on, but, uh, my journey for, um, in the coaching space actually began in, I've been in the people industry and counseling with people and talking with people and uh, helping them grow, uh, for the last 18 years, but really more concentrated on the coaching space in, uh, 2019, I met with, uh, John Maxwell and his, um, coaching team. He's got about, at the time, he had about 38,000 worldwide coaches. Now he has a little over 44,000 uh, worldwide coaches. And uh, so I got certified through him and uh, and then growing my business for the first two and a half years, I just kind of got to a point where I just felt like I was, uh, I was hitting my lid. I was hitting my ceiling and uh, financially. And I just knew like, I, I just don't think 
uh, I just didn't think that um, the increase that I was getting from one year to the next, it was like like a 2% increase. And I was like, no, that's not going to be enough. That's that's I know there's more in here that I can give to the world. So I had to find out how do I market this thing? How do I uh, how do I grow in the sales side of things? And uh, through um, uh, 2020, I was introduced to a man called Grant Cardone uh, yeah. in the 10X community. And I just watched his Facebook post from afar and just kind of like, you know, at, at first I was like, eh, I kind of moved <laughs> on from that guy. And then like, he started to grow on me. He's like, I kind of liked his messaging. I, I watched his podcast and the Cardone zone and uh, just kind of, I was like, man, I kind of like this guy. This guy's kind of, uh, he's an interesting guy. He thinks differently than I do. And I thought I need to have him. So I got a couple of his books, read a little bit. The opportunity presented itself uh, back in 2022. He had a, uh, a marketing webinar. And I thought, well, I'm going to go ahead and jump on the webinar. I went ahead and bought the product that he was selling for marketing. I really enjoyed the product so much that I called them up and I said, okay, so what's next? Uh, I, I really like what, what, what this is, what's next. And they said, well, we actually have, um, you know, if you wanted to, uh, have the rights to teach, uh, grants material, we have a licensee program. And so we can certify you under Grant Cardone's, uh, coaching uh, business. And I said, I'm down, let's roll. So uh, I made the financial investment uh, in December of 2022 and just jumped all in. He has a, uh, he has a, uh, uh, the, the, the largest business conference uh, called uh, GrowthCon. And uh, so I decided, well, I'm gonna go ahead and attend GrowthCon. Uh, my son and I, he works with my marketing side. We, uh, we attended that in March uh, in Vegas uh, this, this year and um, really enjoyed that. I was uh, certified uh, uh, at the end of that month. And uh, so from there, um, I, I've been elected to uh, be one of Grant Cardone's elite coaches, uh, which is a selection process. And basically they, they acquire all the clients for me. And then I coach all those that, that, uh, that they send my, my direction. Okay. And so there's, there's a, there's a, there's a partnership between uh, Grant Cardone's team and myself and my business. And so it's a, it's, it's been a great journey. It's been a whirlwind journey. There's a lot of growth. Uh, so I just gave you the, like the 30,000 feet in the air view, but there's been a lot of growth. There's been a lot of tears. There's been a lot of heart pounding, you know, like when you're about to make that financial investment and your heart's racing, your, your palms are getting sweaty and you're like, this, this is, makes me nervous. One of Grant's team said, he said, Tracy said, he, he said, it should make you nervous. If the investment doesn't make you nervous to squeeze the trigger, it may not be the right investment. And right. so I thought, well, that's pretty, that's pretty true. And so, uh, uh, so this well, year, would you love my to hear like what, what was the investment amount? So, so that you were so scary about, uh, about making the investment. Yeah. Uh, what was the amount? What the, the, the moment about making the investment? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, it was becoming a licensee. There was a financial commitment and it was the largest financial investment that I'd ever made in my business. Okay. And I, and I was taught, uh, early on that the best investment you can make in yourself, uh, is, is the one you make in yourself. And, uh, so I, I knew that and I knew I needed to, I was making all kinds of investment into myself, but I also needed to make it into my business. Right. And so investing with grant was the first real big investment i ever made into my business to scale the marketing to scale the business i needed to learn marketing i needed to learn sales and that's what grant 
is so known for his, his money mindset, his marketing and his sales. And uh, that really turned, turned my business around to where it's like, okay, I'm ready to rumble. I'm ready to do this now. And uh, so my, my key word for this year has been abundance. And that's led me into beginning multiple uh, drips, as Grant calls them, for my business. And so not only with the coaching business, uh, I have a private practice, my coaching business. I have uh, the, the connection, the partnership with Grant as, uh, as one of his contractors. Um, I also have a consulting business, and uh, that's one thing I'd love to talk about later on. Uh, my, my consulting business, and then uh, where I take small businesses, uh, quick service restaurants, fast food is what they call it in America. And I help turn their their businesses around to where they've got increased revenue. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the exciting things that, I'm, that I've, I've only recently launched. Um, I also have a my own podcast. It's called The Collaborative Entrepreneur. And I know we've talked about getting you on the yeah. show there. And so I'm excited about that possibility. I also have a, I have a subscription. Uh, it's called page turners. Um, I, I read somewhere that the, uh, the greatest, uh, the most successful CEOs will read somewhere in the neighborhood of 59 to 62 books a year. And, uh, that stood out to me because I'm a, I'm a book reader. I didn't start out that way, but I, I read last year, I read 59 books and I just thought everybody that's in the entrepreneurial space was reading. Con turns out not everybody's reading. And so I wanted to make a program that could help people read more books every year. And so we, we're growing that platform uh, right now as well. Amazing. So that's kind of amazing. the aerial. A very, very long introduction. And it was amazing. Like you have told everything about yourself. And it was seriously amazing. Like, uh, okay, you are doing lots of things. So now we also wanted to know that uh, from last two and a half year to three years, you are into this uh, like coaching stuff. So yeah. be before that, like, what was the things that you were pursuing? Like before that, uh, who was Tracy? Um, Tracy was a, uh, a pastor. I was uh, supplementing income. Uh, of course, you know, I was living paycheck to paycheck um, in the in pastoral ministry. There wasn't a lot of uh, room for money in the early years. I took I took the church started from nothing at twenty five dollars a week, uh, twenty five U.S. dollars a week. That ain't much money. And so yeah, I had to get my hustle on. And so I was, you know, in construction, I was delivering paper back then before the internet, uh, everybody put their papers on uh, um, uh, online. I was delivering hard copy uh, newspapers out to people. Uh, I was doing that in, in, overnight and then growing the church in the in the morning. Um, I, uh, I grew uh, my leadership skills through that and also connected with uh, in America. There's a restaurant called Chick-fil-A and uh, Chick-fil-A is a fast food restaurant. Uh, more of the high end. It's got a lot of respect in the in the QSR community. And so I became a, a director there. I had a thought of maybe owning my own. Uh, but just as I illustrated, I have so many other things that I love doing. Chick-fil-A will only let you do one thing. Uh, just operate a Chick-fil-A. And so for an entrepreneur, I don't want to be tied down. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be tied down to just one thing. I want to do multiple things. I want to grow it because there's a lot of things that I have interest in. And, and, and brother, life is short. I got a lot to do. I'm 47 years old and I've got a lot of energy and I've got a lot of things that I want to get accomplished. A lot of dreams that are, uh, that are, uh, and goals. Uh, I got a lot of targets that I'm trying to hit, uh, this week to hit my goals for next week and so forth. And so I knew that that wasn't going to last, but it was a great experience 
Uh, I got to go to the Chick-fil-A headquarters. And uh, I mean, everything you ever hear about Chick-fil-A is totally accurate. Uh, they're, they're, it's a great, great community. Had a great experience there, but that's all that I was leading up to. I'd never attended a mastermind. I didn't know what coaching was. I'd never heard of those things, but my, my operator at Chick-fil-A, the owner of the, the Chick-fil-A, he put me in my first mastermind. Mm -hmm. And when he put me in my first mastermind, the guy that facilitated the mastermind, I was like, I like this, what this guy's doing, I can see myself doing it. And so, um, uh, I went to the guy's house and, uh, and I said, Hey, Hey, his name is Braun and he's my mentor to this day. But I went to Braun's house and I said, I said, Braun, um, I I'll take the job. And he's like, Tracy, what are you talking about? You'll take the job. I said, I know you don't have a, a help wanted sign on the outside of your window, but I want to do what you're doing. So hire me. And so he said, well, how about this? How about I train you so that you can have your own business? And yeah. the, the thought never occurred to me. The thought never occurred to me that I could do this as my own business. He opened up my mind. Um, he, he, I had to work through a lot of scarcity, uh, a lot of poverty mindset uh, to where I realized that there is abundance out there. And there's a, um, there's, there's a, uh, a piece of scripture that I'm really fond of. It says the Lord who giveth all things richly to enjoy. And like God doesn't deal in, in, in poverty, doesn't deal in scarcity. He deals in abundance. Right. And so, I mean, there's just so much grant has a, a lesson that he teaches and he, and he, and he asks you, he says, just look out your window and notice how many cars are on the street. And each one of those cars represent a monetary value. How many cars do you see? If every car was worth 10, 10K, you're looking out there and, and of course they're probably worth 20 or 30, but uh, you're looking out there and if you see 25 cars, you just saw $250,000. Right. He said the world, is, I mean, there's plenty of money out there. And he said, and so he's got this mantra that he lives by, who's got my money? And he said, you don't go out and make money because it's already been made. It's already created. You go out and earn it by finding, getting connected with those that already have your money and trade the value that you bring for the money that is that that they have that belongs to you. And just really That's adjusted great. my mindset. That seriously hit my mind. Like it was very deep. Like if you are looking outside, there are lots of cars and per car is just 10K. And uh, we, 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 we have seen 250K like right there. So it's very deep and it's very amazing. So what I saw, Tracy, that uh, in your journey, the main thing is the mindset uh, shift. If you have shifted your yes. mindset in the right way, so like, uh, like people can do anything. So most of our viewers who are watching this videos, they are mainly, they want to do something big in their life. They are a beginners in the, like they want to do something big. They are some beginners and they are some newbies. So what do you think, like what, what should we advise them about mindset? Like how, how they can shift their mindset because very less people have a good mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're, you're so, you're so right. Uh, Chetan. I, I think the, um, for me, I needed somebody to extract it from me. Uh, so, so there's, you have them, I have them, we all have blind spots. And the thing about a blind spot is you can't see it. Other people, like if you have a spouse, maybe they can see it. If you have children, maybe they can see it. Uh, uh, your parents, they might be able to see it. But generally speaking, we, we, we don't always listen to those that are closest to us because yeah. like, oh, well, you got problems too. But my encouragement would be anybody on this call, you're watching this call and you're saying, uh, I want to launch into something, but I know, you know, like, I just don't know if I can. And so there's, there's a limiting belief that you have. 
there's commitments that you've made uh, that are competing with the dreams that you have. They're called competing commitments. A limited belief that, um, well, all the good jobs are taken. I, I think there's a limiting belief that's uh, like the early bird gets the worm. But I found, I mean, like where I'm at, I mean, like it's 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 the evening for you. It's the morning for me, right? right? So like, can you imagine if only first shift people got the got the worm? Then there would be no worms for second shift. There's no worms for a third shift, right? I mean, like that's limiting beliefs. And right. I needed I needed a coach. I needed somebody who could challenge me and a mentor. I needed somebody to challenge me in in my beliefs. And and the way that they challenged, they didn't say, Tracy, that's wrong. They didn't do that. They questioned. They'd ask me, okay, so what's true for you in this belief? And if you continue to believe this way, what do you think the outcome will be? I mean, like they had to ask powerful questions to my life to say, oh man, yeah, I mean, that's true. If the early bird gets the worm, then there's no worms left over for the rest of the world. Man, that's a limiting belief. That's scarcity and not abundance. And so I would say to your viewing audience, everybody, I believe, needs a coach. And I know that that sounds self-serving because I'm a coach, right? And now <laughs> I can drum up business. But I just really believe, I. so like, I would never go around coaching others if I did not have a coach myself. Right. Because I know the power of that space. And I look at a coach as 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 a thinking partner, uh, somebody that um, I said I wanted to do this, they were gonna hold me accountable, so there's accountability. But Chetan, there's there's another aspect to the coaching, and I think there's a mentor. A mentor, I love John Maxwell has a great statement on mentorship. He says, a mentor is one who knows the way, goes the way, and can show you the way. Mm. And and that's what I need. I needed, I, and, and I can get mentors from some people I've never even met before by reading their books. And they can, they're going the way, they can show me the way because they know where they're going. They know the way. And I think I needed that most of all in my life. I just needed somebody that was at the top of the mountain and could see it further down the road than I could see and, and help me bring me, bring me up to where they were. Right. Right. Absolutely. So like, uh, as you have told us about mindset, uh, you have told us about the coaches that you have and that they help you a lot in being such a good person and doing all those things. But now, like in this stage, like you have already achieved lots of things and you are doing lots of things. Like what's what's your goal that is driving you towards like uh, now you're 47, but still now you are like very powerful and your voice have the energy. So now yeah. what's your goal? Like wh what's the thing that you want to achieve that is driving you towards that? Okay. Okay. So <laughs> um, it's. I want to transform my, my ultimate goal is I want to transform an entire franchise. And so I, I do a lot of coaching. I do speaking, you know, public speaking, and I do, uh, you know, my, my page turners and I got all these things going on. And I just, it's, it's a way like one of my, my core purpose that I believe. And I think everyone needs to find out, you know, like I was made for this. I was born for this. And I want to do what I want to do is I want to connect people with the truth. I want to connect them with the truth. Now, now it'll be their truth. Uh, and, and that's what coaching comes in. But on the where I'm at right now in my journey is I really want to transform an entire franchise in the area of customer amazement. You see, I think customer like a lot of people will shoot for the target of customer satisfaction. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that uh, I don't think customers are looking to be just satisfied. I think they need to be amazed. 
right? I, I think customer satisfaction is the wrong target. I mean, like, so if you, if, if, if all you were was satisfied is in other words, you had an expectation when you came into that restaurant, you were expecting quality food, decent service. And then when you can leave, I've been satisfied. But usually when you've just been satisfied, you don't tell your friends about that. You don't just say that I will. I, yeah, that, that was a satisfactory restaurant. You only like, if it was, if it was a satisfactory movie, it's like a three star. I mean, you're not going to share with your friends. Like, hey, I saw this three-star movie. You'll love it. You know, like, you're not right. going to do that. But if it's a five-star, I mean, if it's a killer program, if it amazed you and it impressed you, you're going to share that. And right. that's how you build a raving fan strategy. The raving fan strategy is basically if you give your customer base a remarkable experience every time, they're going to leave and think when they get in their car, the next time I'm coming back. And when I come back, I'm going to bring somebody with me. And so what I want to do is I think that without people, I mean, people are your, your greatest competitive advantage. I mean, the people that work for you and on both sides of the counter, what I want to do is I want to build the right kind of culture, the right kind of atmosphere in, um, in an air, in, in an industry where there's a lot of underserved people. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure it, cause I've never got to visit India yet, yet, <laughs> yet. Uh, but, uh, but I hope to do that, uh, uh, one day and yeah, I, I don't know about the, yeah, it's an amazing place. Like you will, you will love it. And I will be the first person. I will take you to the like amazing things and <laughs> wonderful places of India. What, what I see in, in, in pictures and, and all, and all the, uh, the people that I met, I see a lot of variety. I see a lot of color. Um, and I see a lot of people, right? So there's a right. lots of people there. And, but anyway, the, the point that I was driving at was. I built my, uh, my business is called 180 turnarounds and basically 180 degree turnaround is what we're trying to do. So they're going down the wrong path. I want to take them halt where they are, turn their company around, build up their culture to where they honor their guests, they honor their team, and then they start making an impact in their community. That's kind of it in a nutshell, because I think, um, customer service, uh, serving your guests, uh, servant leadership, those kinds of things. Like, uh, like I don't look at myself as authority figure. I look at myself as a servant. Right. Uh, I'm just a servant. I, I, I want to be a leader. I don't want to be a dictator. I want to lead people, but I want to do it uh, in a servant, like lead by, uh, you know, side by side, not out necessarily out in front, but lead side by side and lead them. Uh, it's, it's crossing the finish line together instead of crossing the finish line before everybody else. That sounds more like a competition. Uh, and I, and I like collaboration a whole lot better. Hmm. Amazing. Amazing. So it's a very deep thing that customer satisfaction is not the thing like customer should be like impressed by your work. Then they will recommend yes. you to other people. If you are just yep. satisfying your customer, then you are not going to do anything. So, yep. so that that's great. Like you are giving such a good points and good, such a good things to our audience. So apart from that, as we see to Grand Khazan and uh, lots of people, they talk lots of things about investments. Like uh, I hope that in your community also, they talk about lots of investments. And I have seen that yeah. Grand Cardon is mainly into real estate and uh, he do real estate business and selling on call. His sales are amazing. So like, what do you think, like, what do you will recommend people for the investment part? Like, should they invest in stock market or real estate? What do you believe? Like, uh, what, uh, like, what do you think about it? 
Okay. Uh, so I'll first, I'll first operate from a, there's a principle to investing that I've been taught. And, and I actually believe this and I see it in Grant's program, just in Grant's life uh, altogether. So like people that have come to the space of Grant, they're going to come in through the inroad of either the automobile industry, as far as sales, uh, they might come in like I did through the marketing side. Cause I saw him marketing himself. It just does uh, his, his desires that 8 billion people know who Grant Cardone is <laughs> like, like who thinks that way. Right. And that's just, I love that. Like, you know, this guy's everywhere. That's great marketing great sales uh, strategies, but then also on the real estate. So you're going to come in on one of these three angles. And what Grant's taught me is that you got to first invest in yourself. Then you can invest in your business. Then you can invest in real assets and a real asset. Uh, and it, there's, I, I'm sure this is across the board around the globe that something that was built 20 years ago, could not be rebuilt today for the same price. Mm. Right. Right. So here's the thing about it. Like when you look at like real estate, what I've learned from him, when you look at real estate by, instead of going out and building something brand new at today's price, find something that's already been built, buy it up. You're going to buy it for way less than you'll ever rebuild it for. And don't hold on to it forever. What Grant does is he holds on to something for like seven years, something like that. And, he, and his goal is to make is to three X. Mm. His goal is to three X what he paid for it when he when he when he does when he releases it. So when you're coming into a um, an investment, look for an exit strategy. Now, I understand like, you know, Warren Buffett, huge in the stock market. I don't think Grant's opposed to the stock market, but he just says it's just way too volatile than real estate. And right. so investing in, so, and I've, and I've, and I've approached this, um, from, uh, the experience, right? So, so my first type of investing was like, you mentioned the stock market. I just like, okay, I'm going to take some money, put it in there. So I put it in there. I made, I made a little bit of a little bit of money back. And then guess what? In our, in the States, I got taxed, bang, I got smacked around by uncle <laughs> Sam. And I was like, man, this wasn't worth making the money. I made the money, but then I got taxed to the wazoo for it. But if you take that money and you put it into a real asset, that money is not taxed. And so like, oh, that's how the rich do it. Mm -hmm. And that's what Grant's taught me. So, so where I'm at in my journey is I'm at, I've invested in myself. I'm currently investing and growing in my business and the idea. So I'm 47. The idea is by 50, I'm going to invest in, I'll have the capital to begin investing into real assets. And here's what I'm going to do. For me personally, I'm just gonna, gonna uh, invest in what Grant's got in. It's called uh, uh, Capital uh, Adventures, right? So I just want to invest into his in his program, and uh, it's called Cardone Capital. I want to invest into that, and, and his commitment is I'll take care of the tenants, the termites, and the toilets. <laughs> so uh, so he takes care of that for me. Like I don't have to. He's every weekend nearly. He's going around visiting some city uh, throughout the continental U.S and finding some real estate that he wants to jump in. And the cool thing is he uh, he's opened it up to non-accredited investors. So let's suppose, I mean, like an accredited investor has got like 250K to put down on an investment, but a non-accredited investor may only have five, 10, 15,000 to put into an investment. He's made a way to where the little guy can also invest and have a little piece of the pie too. Mm. And so that's, I, I just, I like, I like, Grant's philosophy there. He's looking after, uh, he's got things for high end people, but he's also got things for 
uh, for low, uh, those people that are that don't have as much money. In fact, his probably his best product that he sells, it sells for one uh, k a year. But he's got like four hundred thousand people on it. I mean, like this this subscription, it's nine hundred ninety seven dollars for the year, and he's got like four hundred thousand people on it. That's a big return, isn't it? Right, right. Absolutely. So, um, anyway, I hope that serves you as far as like the investment. My 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 feeling right now is I've already learned from the side of the stock market. I'm not interested in that. I want I want to invest into something that's not as volatile. I mean, yeah. I think every investment. The real asset. Yes. Yeah, Absolutely. something that, that I can touch. Yeah. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So real estate is a big market. Like uh, the, the people say, uh, I think Grand Cardone also says the real millionaires and billionaires are from real estate. Like there are the Donald main... Trump. Donald yeah. Trump. That's where he, he he made his money in real estate. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, like he bought up real estate. I mean, think about all the uh, back when I was a kid. Uh, we visited a, a state called New Jersey, and New Jersey has the boardwalk. And the boardwalk is a, is is basically a wooden uh, a wooden platform that stands out in front of all these casinos. And back in those in in the eighties, uh, Donald Trump had kind of uh, owned some of the the boardwalk there. Uh, that's where if you ever played the the game Monopoly. No. Uh, okay, so the so the board game Monopoly, you ought to look it up. Uh, it's an American game. It's been around for ages, right? And it was built right there in that area of Atlantic City. And it has all these, you know, the boardwalk was the high-end place. And Donald Trump had bought real estate on that boardwalk, built casinos there, and Trump Plaza and, and and all these other kind of places. I remember as a kid, I was so impressed by Donald Trump just because of what he was able to accomplish. In fact, one, as a kid, probably 11 years old, I visited the boardwalk with my family. And I, I just almost was convinced I was going to see Donald Trump. Like everywhere I was looking, I was looking for Donald Trump because I just, I just thought <laughs> this guy's going to be walking down the boardwalk. And as as a kid, I just, you know, you dream, I guess, a little bit. But uh, but that's but the point is that that's how he um, he got his start too through, through the real estate. Yeah, I'm also a big believer of real estate, and uh, like uh, I was also I'm also in a search of real estate, like where where's the property is going on, what's the price there, what's the price here, and it's amazing. It's a big game, like. It, People yeah. are making a lot and lot of money in with mm -hmm. the real estate. So yeah, okay. So now let's let's also talk about your like uh, consultation that you told us that uh, about your consultation calls. You will tell us about uh, that uh, later. So now it's the time I want to know about your consultation that how you help people, uh, the viewers who are watching this video, how you can help them to achieve okay. their goals. Like what what can you offer them? So the uh, so through coaching, coaching is a powerful experience, and its exchange is where I don't have the agenda. Somebody gets on the agenda; uh, they they bring the agenda to me, and through powerful questions, their their truth that's already in them that they can't really fish out. A, a question is kind of like if you've ever gone fishing, the lure on the end of the uh, that's what attracts the fish, right? The fish yeah. is attracted to the hook. If it's just a hook in the water, a fish is not attracted to that. But you bait the hook. And the way that you bait that into somebody's soul, somebody's heart, somebody's mind through a powerful question, asking that question, it extracts that truth from it to where they can see, oh, man, this is what I've been wanting to do. So I've done a lot of work with uh, business startups, um, people that have an idea that want to bring it forward. Uh, I'll meet with um, usually on about a about a 90 day basis. We'll start there. That's kind of the starting place. A lot of my uh, a lot of my clients stay with me. 
uh, they'll they'll come and they're like, man, I'm getting so many different wins in my life, both personally and professionally, that I just want to hang with you, you know. And so we'll we'll work something out. But basically, I offer a a, a, a program of of three months, six sessions, two thousand dollar return on that and that investment into them. And then after the three months, then we say, okay. Is this is this good for you? Have you got the what you need from the program uh, to move on? Are we still like minded, like value to continue going forward? And that way, they, the freedom is theirs to remember what I said at the top. They call family freedom. Freedom is so important to me. I don't want somebody to be stuck with me. Right. And I don't want to be stuck with them. <laughs> I want to have the freedom to, hey, listen, if, if we're a fit, let's keep on rolling. If we're not a fit, that's okay. Right. You get to have your freedom and I get to have mine. So I help I help people there, and then on the consulting side with businesses, um, basically there's three phases. When I come into a business that's struggling financially, they're they're struggling because the revenue uh, is just not there. Maybe COVID slapped them around a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. And they need to they need to grow in the revenue. So what I'll come in and I'll say, hey, I can increase your revenue by building a ravings fan strategy, and the way we're going to do that is we're going to develop quality leaders. We're going to build a healthy team and then we're going to create repeatable processes that'll give your customers an amazing experience every time. Right. Whether it's second shift, first shift, third shift, they're going to get an amazing experience every time. And that's what I build. I build out for that. And, and usually it's about a, a 34K investment for 90 days. But I like to stay with them in coaching after that for another nine months where I'm with that business for a full year. And what I've seen is if I can be in their business for a full year, 90 days where, where I'm like almost there every day. And then nine months after that, where I'm meeting with their leaders for two times every month, what I've seen is a 14 to 22% financial return on their business after one year. Amazing. Which is, which is pretty cool. I mean, like if you think like if a business is doing, you know, 1.2 million, I mean, what are they going to get like 180 thousand return on that first year and then after that i'm out they're not paying me anything and now they've got that 180 return every year right 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 that's amazing that's crazy like yeah so guys if you want to connect with tracy there will all the links of their social medias and all the things we will give in it this description so make sure to check out the description if you want to connect with tracy and like i will recommend you to just go on linkedin and just check it out like what what's the thing and just uh, connect with him and talk to him so tracy we have only four to five minutes so what do you think like uh, would you love to give a last advice to our viewers who are watching this video till here because very less viewers watch the video till the end because uh, the viewers who are watching video till here what do you think do you do you want to give them uh, advice or something yes one one last thing that i would say i have a i have a mantra that i live by that i've learned through limiting beliefs, overcoming them and the mindset and so forth that we talked about. And the mantra that I have is let's win together. Yeah. In other words, so so through life, if you lose on this podcast and I lose on that on this podcast, that's not a great experience. If you win on this podcast, but I take the loss on that that this podcast, that's not a great experience. If you lose and I win, that's not a great experience. So if we both win together, we're going to roll. That's we're going to, we're going to connect. We're going to collaborate. We're going to move on together. So that's what I want to do with my business. I want us to win together. It right. has to be a win-win. A win for you is a win for me. 
I've, and one thing that I did, Chet, and I thought I thought I was doing kindness is I took the loss so that somebody else could get the win. And I thought that was so noble. I thought that was so noble of me. Like, OK, I, you know, I'll sacrifice my you know, how much I charge so that you can get this program or whatever. And I thought I was just, you know, a good buddy, a good friend. But turns out that was a horrible mindset. Mm. It has to be a win for me and it has to be a win for you. And yeah. I want us to win together. So my advice would be in life, every time you're meeting with, with some, in relationships, let's let it be a win-win is what I would right. encourage people to do. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So guys, don't be selfish. Like we always be win together. Like if you want to uh, like do anything in your life, so you have to collaborate with people, win together and you will do lots of things. So thank you so much, Tracy, for being the, in this podcast. And it was amazing to meet you. And it was the amazing session. Hopefully we will connect again uh, in this podcast. So guys, if you want uh, that, we should have a part two of this session. So let us know in the comment section below. And thank you so much for your time, Tracy. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you, Chad. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs>